And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the Internet now. Oh, sure. Next, you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Terms or restrictions apply. It's official, official. There will be an All-Star game on March 7th, and the starters have been announced. Once again, the Brooklyn Nets announced that they are for real. And will the Bucks announce that it's panic time? Come on, they play in the Eastern Conference. They don't have their starting point guard. We'll get into that. Hey, I'm Tass Mellis, and this is what you need to know in the NBA for Friday, February 19th. So, it's happening. After weeks of reports, the NBA has officially announced Sunday, March 7th in Atlanta, there will be an NBA All-Star Game. And not only the All-Star Game, but all of the events, which usually take place on Saturday, will be held on Sunday to reduce time in the city. So this is how the schedule is going to work out. First, it's the Skills Challenge. You remember the Skills Challenge. Guys, firing passes through hoops. And then the three-point contest. Those two things will happen pre-game. Then you get your your first half of the game and then the slam dunk contest at halftime before the second half of the game. Now, here's hoping the fact that it's all on one night will entice more of the stars to partake in the other events, like the three-point contest, for instance. Why shouldn't LeBron James participate in his first three-point contest? He's a shooter now. The fact that he doesn't have to get lathered up on a Saturday night like he would usually happen, maybe that entices him to join in. You don't have to fly in Joe Harris. Just let LeBron James fire some shots away in the three-point contest. Really, the thing that every basketball fan should be hoping for is that if Zach Levine is picked a reserve on February 23rd when they're announced on TNT, that he partakes in the slam dunk contest. That would make the night. Zach Levine, let's do this thing. Uh, the NBA announced that there will be no social functions in Atlanta, no ticketed events, and no parties. And although the mayor of Atlanta is using the hashtag WeFull, trying to uh, discourage people from coming to the city, well, of course people are going to come to the city. People have nothing to do. Of course they're going to come in and convene in, uh, in Atlanta. Well, I shouldn't say People have nothing to do. People are already partying in Atlanta, and the partying will continue as many, many, many parties have already been announced, although no formal NBA parties are happening whatsoever. As for the game, let's talk about it. The starters have been announced. The East front court will be led by Kevin Durant, who was the East leading vote-getter, Giannis Tentacupo, and Joel Embiid. In the backcourt, it's Kyrie Irving and Bradley Beal. While in the West front court, it's LeBron James, the leading vote-getter for all All-Stars, Nikola Jokic, Kawhi Leonard, Steph Curry, and Luka Doncic in the backcourt. Head coaches are receiving their ballots right now to fill out the rest of the rosters. Got to pick the All-Star reserves by February 23rd when they are announced on TNT. That's a quick turnaround time. You know the assistant coaches will be filling it out. We'll be making our picks here on Friday, February 19th on the drop. And then March 4th, is when the old schoolyard draft happens, where the two captains pick their teams from amongst the rosters. It's going to be Kevin Durant 
and LeBron James because they were the leading vote getters for each conference. And on the night when Kevin Durant and LeBron James were announced as the leading vote getters, the Nets were supposed to face the Lakers in a huge tilt on national TV. Very well done, NBA schedulers. Was well done. Unfortunately, Kevin Durant couldn't play. He's got a hamstring injury. Hopefully he'll be back soon, although the timeline's a little foggy on that one. And then on the Lakers side, we did have LeBron James, but no Anthony Davis, uh, as he's out un- at least until the All-Star break and maybe a little bit after that with the uh, the Achilles problem. Also no Dennis Schroeder, which was important, I think, for the Lakers in this one as a ball handler because LeBron had to set up everything, and he tried to set up his three-point shooters, but this is a different Brooklyn Nets defense recently. And against good teams, they step up, no doubt. But it was five games ago. They kind of had their low point, as Steve Nash said. Joe Harris also said against the Detroit Pistons. They looked in the mirror and they said, we got to play defense. And since uh, they've won five in a row, and although LeBron was trying to set up everybody around him, the Nets did a good job of getting out to the Lakers' three-point shooters. And, and they didn't really have to collapse as hard without Anthony Davis in the lineup. They took LeBron away. You'd think LeBron's shot chart was 100 shots by the rim uh, because the Nets started Jeff Green in place of DeAndre Jordan, who would likely start against Anthony Davis. But the 6'9 Jeff Green was in there at center, and it's tough. Everybody will just, will just say to LeBron James, just go to the hole, just go to the hole. Hey, it's hard on the body. He scored 35,000 points now. He hit the 35,000 point mark in the NBA. That is ridiculous. Let's not question LeBron. It's hard physically to do it, okay? All right? All right, couch GMs? Anyways, it is wild. Just a note on that. LeBron reaching the 35,000 point total. Just having watched his entire career get to that mark, where where he is now, he's third all-time in scoring, and now we're, we're here. He's going to be the NBA's all-time leading scorer in a matter of two years if he doesn't get injured, which is very, very likely to happen because he never gets injured. He's injured once. And so next year, he should pass Karl Malone for second. And then the following year, he should pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And then the following year, Bronny James will be joining the NBA. That's that's looking a little bit too far, but he'll be 38 years old when he passes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for first in all-time scoring. And I don't see why he shouldn't get to 40,000 points. There's no reason he shouldn't get there. Getting back to the game, it was so hard to guard the Nets in this one because James Harden, as the point guard for the Brooklyn Nets, the title that Kyrie Irving bestowed upon him earlier this week, was doing such a good job of setting everybody up around him. It's nice being in the NBA Twitter world, not hearing everybody complain about James Harden, dribble, dribble, dribble. He, he was the person that people complained about the most, I think, in the NBA. And now, since he's moved to the Brooklyn Nets from the Houston Rockets, all that talk about the dribbling is gone. Harden, 11 assists in this one and only 15 shot attempts. Kyrie, also not a high-volume shooting night, 17 attempts in this one for only 16 points. What makes them ridiculously dangerous is when a guy like Joe Harris hits six threes or Timothy Luau Cabrero hits five threes and they play defense. Obviously, the Lakers were missing Anthony Davis on the defensive end, but they're still a really, really good defensive team. So an effort like that from the Brooklyn Nets is fantastic. And to see that they're only one game back of the Philadelphia 76ers in the Eastern Conference standings with all their ups and downs, with all of this 
James Harden in and out of the lineup, Kyrie Irving in and out of the lineup, same thing now with Kevin Durant. How can they not be the favorite to win the Eastern Conference one seed by the end of the season with where they are right now? They they have to be, and, and they should win the Eastern Conference one seed. And Kyrie Irving knows that this team should be playing late into the season, and I love to nitpick. So let's nitpick about Kyrie Irving's words. After the game, he said, we'll see them down the line when speaking about the Lakers. When they played the Clippers, another team that could come out of the West, a couple weeks ago, he said, quote, we know they're in contention to meet us down the line. He knows. He knows that they're going to be facing the Lakers in the finals. That's got to be the finals matchup. I wanted to mention one other thing that Kyrie Irving said, and this one was during the game. I saved the juiciest one here for last. LeBron James, his former teammate, was at the free throw line shooting a technical free throw for the Lakers. He missed, and Kyrie Irving was caught on a hot mic saying, that's your best free throw shooter? This is the juicy trash talk we all thought would come out of this season with very limited fans. We thought we'd hear some stuff on the court. By my recollection, this is the best trash talk moment we've heard this season. Good, good stuff from Kyrie Irving. Now, did he shout it at LeBron James? I don't think so. I don't think LeBron heard it whatsoever. But Bleacher Report did. So thanks to them for tweeting it out. I enjoyed that very much. And I'm sure fans across the globe did as well. Fans across the globe did not enjoy the Raptors-Bucks game, which preceded Lakers-Nets. It was a blowout. The Raptors taking care of the Milwaukee Bucks, who have now lost five in a row. So is it time to worry for the Milwaukee Bucks? Well, one big thing, they don't have Drew Holiday. Their biggest free agent acquisition, or their biggest offseason acquisition, I should say, was the primary reason that Bucks fans were excited about this team going into the playoffs this year. They needed another ball handler, and so they haven't had him for the entire losing streak, and it was very evident what the Raptors and Nick Nurse were trying to do against the Bucks. They're trying to take away Giannis first and foremost, but also Chris Middleton as their best ball handler, and the Bucks just didn't have a point guard really to handle it, you know, besides Chris Middleton. Dante DiVincenzo was their lead point guard point guard in this game. That's just not him. And so the the Raptors did an incredible job of doubling Chris Middleton, who in two games against the Raptors here, back-to-back, uh, didn't have good ones. He only had 13 points in this one against the Raps, while Norman Powell, don't trade me for Andre Drummond, had 29 for the Raps, tying his season high. Pascal Siakam had 27. No Kyle Lowry for the Raptors, uh, but they're playing extremely well. While the Bucks, yes, uh, I'm making excuses for them. That being said, they're only three games back in the Eastern Conference. We talked about it briefly on No Dunks. Is Mike Budenholzer's job on the line if they continue this losing streak? Well, they're going to win. They're, they're at home for a long period of time here. And in this parody-filled Eastern Conference, does it matter? It doesn't. Uh, moving down the standings, In the last game of the night, the Miami Heat took on the Sacramento Kings. The Heat got a victory. Well, they have been struggling themselves. Jimmy Butler had his third straight triple-double. They beat the Kings, who I thought were for real, but have uh, sort of fallen apart a little bit recently in the Western Conference. Couldn't live up to the hype as they got up to 500. They've now dropped five games in a row themselves. The Heat sit at 12-17 and in the Eastern Conference. That's it for me. Please join us on the full No Dunks episode on Friday. We'll make our all-star reserve picks. I'll be back on Monday to give you the news as fast as I possibly can here on What You Need to Know. Talk to you then.
Hey, baseball fans, this is Derek Van Riper. Now that spring training games are underway, opening day is just a few weeks away. Eno Saris and I have been getting ready for the season all winter on Rates and Barrels. Whether you're a seasoned fantasy player, a baseball stats junkie, or just someone who wants to learn more about the game, join us for four episodes each week this season, including our new Friday live stream with former big leaguer Trevor May. Check out the live stream on Fridays at 1 o'clock Eastern on the Rates and Barrels YouTube channel, or listen to the show wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including the ad-free option on the Athletic app.